Greetings, 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 vessels of the Most High. It's time to crusade with Minister Change on the podcast, Change of Life Testimonies from Sinners to Saints. Life is a testimony. God is good all the time. Be thankful for today. But hey, y'all, we're going to have to let tomorrow take care of itself. Amen, amen, amen. I'd like to welcome my guest, Tisha, to the podcast, Change of Life Testimonies from Sinners to Saints. Well, what's going on, woman of God? Tell me how you're feeling today. Um, good evening. How you doing? I'm, I'm well. Just sitting here at home, and I just came out of some warm weather outside three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been having some woo, some record some record temperatures out here. So uh, most definitely, I know most definitely it's hot. Hey, I'm Sister Tisha. We're going to start this interview off with you telling the people, where are you from? Where was you born and raised? Um, yes, my name is Tisha Winkler. Tisha Winkler. I was um, born and raised in Baltimore City. Don't get scared now. <laughs> and I'm Baltimore <laughs> City. Okay. And from my childhood, I was born and raised in Baltimore City. Okay, okay. Amen, amen, sister. Amen, amen, sister. Good word. Hey, Sister Tisha, would you happen to have a favorite Bible scripture that you like to go to? I know there's probably many, but just one that you like to go to in a time of needs, like your favorite one. Well, I have a lot of favorite um, Bible verses, but the one main one, even as a child that, you know, I know, I think a lot of people might have been their favorite one. The Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. But the, the main part that always get me more relaxed and give me peace is he um, bestills my soul and restores my soul. That just brings so much comfort to me. Amen. Amen. Most definitely. We know most definitely he does that. When we trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, man, whoo, it's just a comforter that comes along with him. Hey, um, Sister Tisha, how would you describe yourself to a stranger, to anybody? How, how would you describe yourself? I think I would describe myself as a peacemaker. I describe myself as being um, low-key at some time, not all the time. And okay. I'm very transparent. I really can relate to anyone. Uh, even growing up as a child, my grandparents, even my mother, they always told me to hold my head up high and never think that I'm better in anyone, but treat everyone with respect. Amen. Amen. Sister. Hey, that's a good word. That's a good word. Look, I'm going to take a little bit of that. I'm going to steal a little bit of that. That's a good word. That's a good <laughs> word. Most definitely. Hey, Sister Tisha, if you had, could go back and tell your teenage self anything, <laughs> what would you go back and tell her, the, the, the teenage Tisha? <laughs> we're going back we're going back some okay <laughs> a little bit well as a teenager i was very hard-headed uh, i had a lot of things that i did wrong i ran away from home for five days with one of my good friends and i think i would tell myself back then was it really that bad that you had to run away in someone home that you didn't know and i would tell myself all over again let's get it straight and try to do things a better way this time. Amen, amen, amen. Good word, sister, good word, good word. Sister Tisha, this is the testimony moment. Tell <laughs> me when, what, how, where, what made you finally just come to grips and say, look, I got to turn my life over to the Lord Jesus Christ. I can no longer do this by myself. Well, for years, I always had a loving family. I grew up in church all my life. But, you know, it's a difference between growing up in church and knowing the Lord. Amen. 
Amen. So you have to have a relationship. And I think back in my younger years, I I knew God, but I didn't have a relationship. So I think I suffered with like a lot of um, depression. I, I suffered with depression. I suffered with um, almost committing suicide. And mm -hmm. during that time, I knew the Lord, but I didn't have a relationship. But when my when my mother died, I mean, I went for church for years years but when she died i knew it was time to give my life completely over to the lord and yield myself to him to do the things that he wanted me to do and when i said the real yes i still had the test i still had the trials i still had uh, many things that i had to go through but god has kept me all this time through a lot of pain abandonment and even tragedy amen 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 I, uh sister do you think um, your childhood upbringing or, or, or environment played a part in your life? Um, yes, growing up, I think I really think it grew. I really think it um, has something to do with part of my life because I I grew up in the inner city, and I thank okay. God for my family because my family was they were you know well educated. My grandmother she never finished high school, so she always pushed her children, even her grandchildren, to do better than she did, but. Okay. Even though I had a lot of drugs around me, you know, drug addicts, I thank God I never went that way. But Amen. my life still wasn't perfect because I was still living in sin. <laughs> okay. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. I mean, that's 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 all we born in. We I mean, we just gotta trust the Lord and come out of some situations at some times. Yeah. What do you think, um, Sister Tisha, what do you think is the best thing about being a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ? I think the most thing is, is a being a believer. First of all, you want to trust God in everything that you do. You mm -hmm. you must have faith because faith without works is dead. Amen. Being a believer, yeah. Being a believer, not only do you um, know God, but you want to trust Him at the same time. And I think for years I knew God, but some things I didn't trust Him in. And I'm like, I believe God, I believe you. And God said, If you believe me, trust me. And I think sometimes that trust issue, it was so hard for me because I'm like, Lord, I need this. I need that. But God was like, trust me. And I was like, you sure you're going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> amen. 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 Most definitely. Yeah, that's we, we all we all go through that trials and tribulations of faith of building our faith up. Most definitely, yeah. sister. Most definitely, sister. Hey, sister, I want you to finish this sentence for me. God has always. God has always protected me. God has always protected you. Why don't you give me one, just one time when you know most definitely the Lord stepped in and protected you. You know that it, it was the hands of the Lord by no doubt that it protected you and saved you from harm's way. Ooh, I have so many. <laughs> you said I had to name one? Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, look, you said the Lord been protecting me. Okay, okay I'm going to use this one. Okay. Well, I was okay. a teenager and my friends wanted to go to the movies and we okay. all had like during that time, they had two new leather coats. My mother, my mother was very, she had a lot of wisdom and she had like um, discernment. She had, her, her discernment was very high. She wouldn't buy me a leather coat. She bought me a regular okay. coat and she was like, you're just going to get that because I really think somebody's going to steal it from you. So my good friends, they went to the movies they said, oh, you, you sure you don't want to go? I said, no, God said I can't go. 
They was like, God said. I said, yeah, I can't go. I can't go. So I didn't go, and I felt bad, but I really felt like God was speaking to me, even though he does. They went to the movies, and they got robbed. with a, um, Somebody had robbed them with a gun. Mm. And they had to run down the alley, and the guys had a gun towards their back, but they never did shoot them. And I know God protected me, because what if I was there? Yes. I don't know what, what could aspire if I was there. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. That was most definitely protection. That was most definitely protection, sister. That was protection. Hey, sister, have you figured out the assignment that God has for you on this earth? After 48 years? <laughs> uh, yes, because for years, I, I won't be transparent. For years, I did not have a clue what I was supposed to be doing. I went to church okay. all the time, and I would see everybody doing all the you know, the things in the church and the ministry. I'm like, you sure I'm supposed to be here? Because half the time <laughs> I was sitting on the pew, and I was mm -hmm. like, and I would just try to force myself to do things that it wouldn't work out. Mm -hmm. But when my mom passed away, it's like God, it's like um, I grew like a flower. Uh, mm -hmm. God birthed three books out of me. Amen. And God gave me my own women's ministry. So it took a while for God just to groom me where I needed to be right now. I'm not all completely there, but I am going towards my journey in him. Amen. Amen. Good. Woo. Good word, sister. Good word, sister. Woo. God, God, God works in mysterious ways. It's just amazing how we don't know what we need to do or where we're going. And all of a sudden we end up at a point where he can use us. Man, yeah. God is good. God is good. What is your definition of love? Sister Tisha. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Mm. Well, I know, we all know God is love. John 3, 16, because, you yeah. know, they always told you, you know, God is love. Yeah, yeah, yeah most definitely. <laughs> but, I mean, love is kind. Love is patient. And I think, and I could be, really be honest and transparent, it has mm -hmm. been a real journey for me to love God's love. Okay. And to love God's, you know, the way God wants us to love, because you know, some people are very um unlovable. <laughs> so sometimes yeah, it's, it's hard to love, love the unlovable, but with God's love, you can love anybody. So I think that love is patient, love is kind, and love is just not a feeling, but love is action. Amen. Hmm. Amen. Amen. That was good, Sister Tisha. Most definitely it's an action. Some people can tell you they love you, but if they're going upside your head, that ain't going to be showing no love. <laughs> I'm not now. <laughs> hey, sister, um, what do you think about accountability? Do you think people need to be held accountable for some things like our communities or just, just you as an in general? What do you feel about accountability? Well, yes. Born and raised in Baltimore City, you see a lot of crime that's going on. You see the things that the youth really don't have, they don't have the recreation center, but you see all the politicians, you know, they always saying what they're going to do, but I really think they should be held accountable for the things they say they're going to do, but they don't do. Amen. 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 Sister, that's a good word. That's a good word. Hey, sister, if you had to be judged over the last six hours of your life, would you be going to heaven or to the hell? Mm -hmm. The last six hours, would you be going? Are you confident you're gonna be going to heaven or you'll be going to the lake of fire? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I think I did good today. <laughs> I did good in the last six albums because me and my prayer partners, we just um we just stopped praying. <laughs> okay. okay. So I think I will be going to the heaven. This like we repented and we did a lot of things today. Okay, amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> hey sister, what, what do you think uh we could do different uh as as just uh men of God, women of God, to bring the youth back to the church. As I noticed a lot uh, uh, that's going on right now, a lot of people, and especially with us going through the uh, the pandemic, but what can we do? Is, is there any solution or anything, any, any thoughts that you can do as us, uh, the, the elders can all pull together to try to get the youth back together? <clears throat> well, we all know that the youth, you know, that the, they are really changing. I mean, because, you know, even during my age and the youth, Things have really changed. And, you know, it's a lot of compromise going on now. But, you know, during my time and during your time, you know, it was no compromise like it is now. Yeah. But I think the youth need more people to reach out to them where they're at. Um, we don't want to judge them, but we have to give them the tools that they need to be successful. And I think they need more, like, outreach for the youth. Um, like, you know, gospel concerts. Or like go to bowling, you know, so things to just keep them engaged, so you can yeah. keep them. And just like, um, like when God tells us to go fishing for the flock, we have mm -hmm. to go fishing and find them. We just we have to meet them where they are. Amen, amen. That's what I, that's what I always tell people. It's most definitely a, a, a must to meet people where they are, because you don't really understand what brought bring that person to that condition mm -hmm. or to that state they are in life. Do you think um, a lot of people in this day and time are just uh, kind of lost or they don't understand or because sometimes like when I'm in when I'm in communities, it's like there's not enough role models and I'm not going to knock on the women do your part. Do you think it's real important for more men to step up and do our part in the community? I know there's a lot of women. But I mean, I mean, you, you women, you, you, y'all been holding it down for years on top of years. I can't even. I can't, look, y'all, y'all fit in wherever everything is needed. Go here, here, so I can't even say. I'm just saying on the men part. What do you think, or, or how can the men engage? Or do you think it's it's real important for us to start stepping back in the community now with all the the, the high crime rate and stuff of that nature? Well, I think it's really important for men. Even for like young um, young men that don't have fathers, if they can just get in their life and just be a mentor in their lives, I think things will be much better because young men these days, they don't know what a real man is. So they don't have that role model in their life. So how can you be a real man if you've never seen one before in your life? Amen. Ooh. That's most definitely true. That's most definitely true. Hey, sister, um, what is a word of encouragement or just a word of encouragement that you can give somebody that's just going through something? They don't know what to do. They're thinking about suicide and they just <laughs> want to give up. I mean, I know you can give them a good word. What is a good word of encouragement that you can give them? Well, I will say, I won't say this is my expertise, but I have been through a mental illness for a long time since I was 15 years old. Okay. And I did try to commit suicide when I was 16 years old, but God had a plan. I'm still here. Amen. And I think for years I battled with not 
letting anyone know how I really felt inside. So I suffer in silence and I really don't want people to suffer in silence anymore because I know the damage it does to you and your family. And during even the times a couple years ago, even this year, I had suffered with some like depression moments in my life. And sometimes you just have to be real with yourself and real with God that you need help. Amen. So I just want to encourage people out there today that mental illness is real. And Amen. I know we want to always you know, think about the spiritual level of things, but sometimes you need a counselor. Yes. You need someone to talk to. You need someone to uh, let them know how you really feel. So if you feel that you need help or you need someone to um, listen to your story, reach out to someone and don't suffer in silence. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. 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 Good word, sister. Good word. Good word. That was touching right there. Because a lot of us have problems with expressing what, what we got on our hearts and our and our minds, so we hold it in. And then we might even go to drugs or alcohol to try yeah. to hide, try to cover a lot of the pain that we have uh encountered as, as most definitely as a child. Hey sister, let's let's talk a little bit about your books. Uh you are author, right? Uh oh yes, I am. Okay, tell me a little bit about your books. Tell me a little bit about you. Um, yes, I have three books. Um, one book is called Just a Thought. I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> it's called Just a Thought. Just a It's a poetry book, and okay. my publisher is Barbie M. Johnson. And actually, this book came out in the first pandemic. God told me I was writing. I've been writing since I was fifteen, and God told me when my mom passed away. Now it was time to write the book. So okay. my first book, Just a Thought, is a poetry book about empowerment and transparency of the heart, mind, and soul. So when I was going through this book, God told me to write this story. It was mostly about abandonment, rejection, and the painful relationships I was going through at the time. Okay. And my second book was also a poetry book, and it's called The Hopeful Romantic. And my publisher is Kelly Cruz. But this book, this poetry book is about hopeful relationships. It's actually giving people hope that they can have fulfilling relationships, loving relationships. And it's just giving our audience tools to um, know that you can have a healthy relationship, but you have to put God first. Amen. Amen. Good work. And my third book is actually my life story. And it's called My Journey Here Was Not Easy and published by Kelly Cruz too. It's actually talking about my life story since I was a child, a teenage years, my adult years. Um, it's actually talking about my molestation, abandonment, rejection, my challenging years, and how I overcame poverty in my younger age, too. But even though it's my life story, it's talking about, even towards the end, how God um, delivered me from all those situations in my life. Amen. Amen. Good word. Good word. Hey, sister, what is your email? Say if somebody want to pick one of your books up, where can they, how can they contact you if they want to talk to you or get your email or some contact information that they can get in contact, contact with um, you? Yes. Oh, uh, yes. You can reach me on Facebook, Tisha Winkler. I'm also on Instagram, Tisha Winkler 57. Or you can reach me at Tisha Winkler 57 at gmail.com. And my book, just a thought. I don't. It's not on Amazon yet, but my other book, The Hopeful Romantic, 
And my journey here was not easy. It's on Amazon.com and my ebooks are too. Amen. Amen. Good word. Good word, sister. Hey, sister, Minister Change cannot let you get out of here without giving you this blessing assurance. I know <laughs> that you already saved, but I was just wondering if you can buy your head as I offer you this, this, this blessing assurance, sister, please. And just repeat after me, please. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sinner. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I believe you died for my sins and rose from and arose from the dead. Right now, I turn from my sins and invite you right. into my heart and life. Right now, I turn away from my sins. And invite and you. I ask you and I invite you in my heart. Amen. I'm gonna trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. I'm going to trust you as my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Words, sister, look, I had to I had to offer you that blessing assurance. I like to do that. So no matter what nobody ever say, I'm going to be like, hey, I know Tisha gave her life to the Lord. Hey, I pulled a video out. I got it on video. <laughs> so sister, I just want to tell you, sister, I appreciate having you. I mean, it's, it's been a pleasure. Sister, Thank you. Tell you. Just keep your head up. Pray for me. I'm going to pray for you. What God got in store for you, nobody can stop. We got to have faith and have the works in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Oh, God. Senator the saints. Minister change. You got a testimony. You got a testimony. You got a testimony. You got a testimony. God gave you a testimony. Speak it right now. Call Minister Change. 260-203-6655. If you want to share what God did for you, call him right now. Minister Change. 260-203-6655. The email is live. C-H-Y-A-N-G-E dot. T-O-T-T-E-E -E at gmail Cause uh, you got a testimony I got a testimony You got a testimony I got a testimony And it's a change Call him right now 260-203-6655 God